Okay, we are not feeling very funny. Uh, after doing some bipolar circle birthday show uh, transmission, we have uh, realized that we are not uh, funny enough. We have had too many serious talks on our uh, podcast. No? Sorry for you guys that thought we were comedians, but we are not. Well, we are. Uh, well, we are. Uh, Learning comedians, that's what we try. We try to make this comedy show more funny for you and for us. And therefore we try to learn how to be funny, to be more. The style of modern comedy is right now, so we're doing our research and trying to get in contact with people that might be more funny than us. And today we have one of the first actually real comedy podcasts. Yeah, his name is Jason. Gilleran, I can't pronounce that. Gilleran, we have to ask him how he pronounces his uh, afternoon because uh, it's funnily, abstractly difficult to say. And uh, that's English for us also sometimes. Sometimes we will make funny English. So if people just find that funny, that we are uneducated in our English, it's just listen to the podcast just for that because we are innocent, cute Scandinavians that has not been uh, burdened with a lot of the same problems uh, North America had with race and naughty words and and all the rebel that comes with that by making prohibitions against, for example, saying fuck or saying cock or saying nigger or saying bitch, all this... Or cock-sucking fucking nigger. I was playing in the front yard of my crib and I fell, fell down above my head. Somebody helped me up, asked me if I bumped my head, and I said yes. So they said, oh, so does that mean you're going to switch it on them? And I said, yeah, flip mode, flip mode is the greatest. Uh, knowing as a shorty, I was always told if I'm going to be part of the greatest, uh, I've got to be the greatest myself. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, nigga, what? What a surprise. Get you something, make a nigga comb over your eyes. All my niggas getting money capitalized. Die, little small guy, we on the rise. Everything a nigga touch platinum mice. Fully equipped, you know we come with all the supplies. Got a big gun, I'm gonna show you the size. You fuck with me on my flip mode, family ties. Me and my niggas be coming through, stalking you out. Killing off any and everything you're talking about. See you in the club and I'll be walking you out. Should have thought twice while you went and opened your mouth. Yo, anyway, we say keeping it moving. Fucking with the wrong nigga, hope you know what you're doing now. Blame me, all the same niggas is lame. It's not a game making names, still splitting your frames. A niggas had a Give me some more. And niggas want the wild shit? Give me some more. You split with a weed app? Give me some more. I know you niggas need that? Give me some more. Even though we're getting money, you can give me some more. With the cars and the big crib? Give me some more. Everybody spread love? Give me some more. If you wanna let me hear you say, give me some more. I just stop. Buster. Cocksucker, is that? But that's yeah. That's what we want to talk about a little bit today about what is bad and what's not and what makes bad and not and how funny you can be before it goes into being an asshole. And uh, sometimes assholes are funny. You know, I, I realize that with women many times that if I'm not being that funny asshole, they don't want to fuck me. Well, I think that is part of the mating ritual, though. Like, like birds fluff up their feathers, and the mating for a man is to make the woman giggle. Yeah, and then I see all these women that liked me, uh, and I see on you also that uh, likes this rebel type of people, and then later kind of being uh, 
disrespecting them for giving up on life and being manic depressive and self-destructive while that was what made them the rebel you wanted to fuck in the first place and then the mother role of the female modern female of today not coming in taking that role of like oh i want to give you that hug and that comfort that it seems like you desperately need sending you even faster down in a spiral of suffering towards Self-damnation in the end, it's your fucking fault, no? You can be like, yeah, but it's, like, yeah, it's been a, it's strong so, enough, yeah, but I so was created like that. This is how God made me, and this is how God made women as a counterpart to me to help me realize how fucking funny this life can be sometimes. So you're looking for a mother, a second mother that yeah. will fuck you? Yes. Okay. Uh, not a second mother, because it will not be a uh, mother, because genetically it will not be like that. That's the See, that's the arguments women use to try to put you even for, oh, so you like your mother, huh? You, you said it. You want to fuck your mother, huh? Like insinuating incest thoughts and ideas on you just because you're like, yeah, I would like to have a mother role taking care of me a little bit, like, and not someone to bully me when I'm more depressed and more sad. Something that you were interested in in the beginning that seemed fascinating at first thought, first sight realizing oh this guy is just a fucking cry baby oh so you need some mother so you, oh, so you need another mother or what I'm just listening to what you said sorry okay thank you for the <clears throat> apology I really appreciate it and without getting more into this I'm just getting suicidal right now uh, more I mean have a great fucking funny birthday Toot yourself. Fuck you, say happy birthday then. No. Come on. <laughs> ah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's a great day. What do you say? You're not so funny? Now you're recording, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I admit I'm not so funny. Yeah, have you realized that women in itself are not so funny? It, as I told you before, it has to do, I think it has to do with this, uh, that you're supposed to flirt. Like a flirting form for men is to flirt with a woman. He's supposed to be funny to make a giggle and then make them fuck. Hello? Thumb up. Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a better microphone? Uh, if you have. We are, we are happy for as good microphone as possible. That's uh, that's what I wonder why it's not on already the microphone. Hmm, that's uh, wondering where we are. Question. I'm not. I'm us. not. I'm not all high tech like you, but I got a fucking a blue mic. Well, let me see if this. Will, let me see if this will work. We are not very so high. Can tech. you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You hear us good? Yeah, I hear that fucking cool accent. I can hear you. Uh -huh. Thank you for mentioning that because I'm a little bit like embarrassed bad. about that somehow because I don't know how Americans see my Scandinavian accent. So that's one of the kind of like traumas I have now with going out with Bipolar Circle with Leona and talking to people that are English speaking, native speaking language people and having our accent. So actually it sounds cute or... You're going to have to get over that, Tommy. 
Oh yeah. As many things I'm it's trying to get great. over. I've tried to get nasty. over a lot of shit since I got born, but I think I'm I just have to play with it. That's what I realized because I can't get over it. So it's better that I'm just using my psychosis and fear and this total like anxiety for everything around me that just use it as a part of my character, I think. Because that's who just I just accept it. Yeah. Just exactly. accept. Exactly. I just accept. It's fucking it's Buddhism, bro. Yeah, that's 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 Buddhism one on one. Just so I'm a Buddhist. Oh wow! So I I, I think I uh, I think I was talking to it's Leona. It's possible. Is that your name, Leona? Leona, yeah. Because I said, you know, I can come on earlier. You said you had to prepare. Did you guys have to fuck really fast? I mean, what kind of preparation are you doing for this shit? We are trying to learn English. So we are like studying English words and like trying to say it more right. That's why we got a little bit like you catched it right away. So it feels makes us feel like failures a little bit. But we're doing our best. We have to do that. Like, okay, and do some research on America, what's happening down there. Because we living in Scandinavia and stuff are kind of like many times have the information two, three, four years after it comes to your place. So we're a little bit back in time so we have to do that research no to know what we're talking That's about fucking bullshit i mean it's not the 70s you got the internet you know what the fuck's happening everybody's connected now You're no it's it, it's the, the, yeah we know that it's the internet but but so you have like you silicon guys, valley uh, and shit that uh, makes podcast, it different like, say that again you have silicon valley and all that shit so that makes you a little bit different when it comes to that computer stuff like if i see the apple symbol for me it's like a computer for you it's part of your culture somehow i don't know i think you have a nicer probably nicer computer than i do you probably have a nicer microphone than i do you seem to do you seem to fucking know what you're doing you guys are doing a podcast well right yeah i thought you also have... you're not in the stone age no uh that's true but i do feel limited in this world of uh, technology and information i would say like i worked with this stuff many years ago then we had like a kind of breakdown psychologically, ended up on a mountaintop here in Mexico. We tried to like do an ecological project that is like somehow sounds really stupid when I say it now because it seems like, why the fuck do you want to do that when the world is ending and not just fucking take drugs and have a party instead? So we we're like, oh yeah, okay. So we fucked our life up by trying to save nature there. <laughs> and then after some time, like being totally mind fucked and losing all connection to the modern world. All our equipment after two and a half year is just shit. You know, they have to buy new after half a year, some months. So I, I, you're wrong about that technical part, actually. We are kind of downgraded. We used to be high-tech when we were doing Fuck for Forest before. And after ending up as farmers, is kind of... Uh, could we just make a small break and you can introduce yourself to our listeners? It is today, the 7th of January, 2021. It's the seventh day of the year. There is 358 days remaining until the end of this year. And I think we can all agree on that last year was fucking annoying and we all just wanted it to go over. Let's hope that this year will be fucking less annoying with less pandemia and more fun, more orgies, more sex, things that makes us laugh yeah, let's hope this year becomes better. Thank you, Leona. Sure, love. Yeah. Do you always tell you have to stop him, Tommy, from talking all the time, Leona? <laughs> it happens. You just got to cut his ass off. 
Well, it's like I he went. He gets on a roll. That's good. <laughs> I got, went out because I just needed to pee, and then some guy with a cowboy hat and a gun in his belt gave me a shot of some really strong alcohol from Oaxaca called mezcal. That's basically like a, a kind of a tequila, but better. And the ones they have on there, like bottle of plastic, some kind of soft drink from your country, I don't want to say the name of labeled, it gave me that. And and it's just, I'm used to that Norwegian shit and all that is made on, made on potato and taste like shit. But this stuff is somehow like, they think it's medicine. That's how good it is. They use it for for curing babies and shit like that. I'm just, hey, that's really strong alcohol. No, they, no, no, that's mezcal, they say. So that's what made me in this mood right now. So yeah, that's why I'm talking. So sorry, yeah, <laughs> please introduce yourself to us and our listeners. And you're, yeah, no more mezcal for you. Or fucking drink the whole bottle, who gives a fuck? This is a warning for all you young people that comes to our show because you saw that it was a warning on our podcast website about that this podcast might uh, contain mature information so if you have uh, entered our website now thank you for listening to our little show then i started to drink a little bit so i just want to say i don't make this podcast drunk all the time uh, this that i took a uh, mezcal co- coincidence uh, i felt really really bad because a lot of shit happened to me in my life i don't drink because i find it funny i want to say that it's not funny to be uh, totally fucked up on any kind of uh, drug and alcohol especially promote alcohol in any way that is so many uh, alcohol makes you fucked up and uh, yeah some people are more funny when they drink but that's uh, has nothing to do with us making the podcast or trying to be cool somehow most of the cool people i know is fucked up by something but that's not a relevant reference so thank you for listening and now i'm jason galern I'm a comedian. Do you guys even know who the fuck I am? I'm so confused about this. I'm confused about fucking in the forests and and your bar- birthday and bipolar and and group sex. Well, okay, but first Satan. of all, then like, like happy gone. birthday. This is a bir- okay. Our podcast is about making birthday shows for interesting people, while me and Leona try to learn to take life less serious. That's basically the concept. So we are trying to become comedians. So when you say you're a comedian, you didn't really present Ah, yourself perfectly. But that's why we got to this point now after doing some very unsuccessful podcasts, talking with Satanists and, and sex changers and other masturbators in the world. We got to this point, we're not fucking funny enough. And now that's why we now try to get more funny people on the show. And that's where we got to the point now. And that's why we call Bipolar Circle also. Well, did nobody tell you that comedy's dead? Because if, am I, am I the first? You're the first comedian we have. That's what, yeah, that's what we want to get into, kind of. Because I was thinking about that. It's like, how can, yeah, comedy feels dead for me. Or it feels like a dead point of comedy. So I, this is the first time I heard this, like... I grew up after the 70s, kind of like I was young in the 80s, 90s. So, so the punk, punk's not dead, punk's dead concept. And then like comedy got something like where you were allowed to punk out people and say what you wanted without censorship and without like stigmas because it was all about fun, no? And then I see like 
with the internet now with the new ideas about what's right and wrong and shit and then everything is said one million times before it's just like violence on movies if you've seen that brain exploding like the first time you see it you're like oh shit what's fuck was that and then they're like after one million times seeing it on netflix then suddenly it's on children television and stuff and you're like okay that doesn't have that effect anymore and that's somehow like what i felt happened with comedy also well, it's unfortunately the truth, uh, and when this come back, it can go either fucking way. It can go back to the way it was, when you could say whatever the fuck you wanted, which I've always said what I wanted to anyway through all of it, or it could get even worse in that you might have people in the crowd who heckle you for this or that and the other what you say. So nobody knows what it's going to be when it truly comes back, I think it's going to be a, there's going to be a, a fucking coming on now. And, and I don't think it's going to go back to the way it was. Nothing is going to go back to the way it was. And comedy is going to be no different. So you might just be starting at the right time and maybe you'll be a fucking big hit. Who knows? The, you know, who knows? Yeah, I would. I would let your beautiful girlfriend talk more if I were you. If I would give you some fucking. Okay, the only way I can make her talk more pretty. is to hit her, and that's not really allowed in our society right now. I heard so, but that's like if I want to get her to talk more, I have to threaten her with something. Okay, I can maybe do it off camera, but now if I do it now, <laughs> people will get the wrong picture of the whole thing. We're trying to be open-minded about talk, Leona. <clears throat> I don't like pressure too much. <laughs> well, look, when you said you were going to threaten her, she smiled. So maybe she likes it. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Can I ask you before, is, Leona, I'm sorry to interrupt you like your boyfriend has been for fucking 15 minutes now. But what are the people in Mexico, like the farmers you're talking about who gave you the, the alcohol? What do they think of you guys showing up on their mountain fucking... They must think Fucking you're like a forest. spy or something. What the fuck's going on there? Um, <laughs> well, it took us some time to get accepted, but we live on a kind of, I would say, compared to the political scene and people that pretend to be intellectuals now in the world, our countryside people are pretty open-minded people. It's mushroom people. It's mushroom-eating people where we are living. Yeah, they used to, like, the grandfather and stuff used to cure people with psilocybin mushrooms. They have kind of, like, native roots. Uh, they have a lot of shit going on that well, uh, the westernized culture somehow forgot about. They kind of avoided us for the first three years, but... <laughs> yeah, and they, and they claimed we tried to kill them and stuff. Like, it took us to meetings where they said we tried to shoot them. It and only happened once, though. Yeah. But now we're just considered kind of like funny people <laughs> entertaining the community with our lifestyle. Uh, we got kind of friends with most uh, people there. Everybody likes drama, no? So we are just like the entertainers of the mountain. Yeah. Entertainers well, of the mountain. That makes sense. I mean, if you're not already fucking dead, they must like you. So. Yeah. And back to that, Leona, it's not my girlfriend. We used to be girlfriend, boyfriend. She like kind of kicked me out of her life with, with violence, kind of, like emotional violence. And we're more like uh, uh, brother, sister, because I'm an asshole. So no women want to be with me more than some photos and videos for the website, basically. But that okay. I made many of. 
Apart from that, it's like I seem to say or do shit. My, or my free love philosophy that everyone say when they meet me is super cool, but then later they're just like, fuck, he wants to fuck other girls also. Ah, oh, I thought he was just talking about it. Uh, it doesn't matter if we have a project called Fuck for Forest based on free love and kind of doing that all the time. And by denying him that, well, he would kind of destroy his whole project altogether. That usually don't come up in the beginning of the flirting process. Well, the thing is, well, you fucking can ramble on that mezcal. I'll say that for you. So <laughs> let's get down to it then. So, so I understand. Listen to Uncle Tommy and do not uh, go into destructive lifestyle that uh, sometimes pass by me. Don't do it. Just say no or just say maybe um, because you never know what will happen. Many people drink, not because it's funny or good for them, because the world is fucked. And you shouldn't want to get in that state that you need to abuse substances to get an artificial experience of a little bit of happiness in that small time you have left, because all the world will go to hell. No, it's, it's not uh, necessary for you to to do that uh, if you maybe find like sport or bible maybe or something more interesting that keep you focused on important positive ideas and not just the negative ideas about that humankind kind of has totally fucked up and has destroyed the whole balance of the ecosystem something that will kill all of us but apart from that has murdered, deceived and lied to each other basically since we lost the connection to nature and even before that we were assholes don't do research on anything to don't do any psychoactive drugs whatsoever and we try to just fill in the blank feeling of desperation and, and the, with the drugs or alcohol is absolutely not necessary and it will in the end destroy your creativity and life uh, if you have any uh, in the first place you were a couple you still are kind of a couple but she's young and she's like because my whole thing is like I love what you're doing I love hippy dippy all that shit but What's the end goal here? I mean, what 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 are you trying to do? Like that's why that's where we are misunderstood, man. Yeah, okay. Fuck for forest is about awareness. It's not hippy dippy, really, because it it contains a lot of like fetish. Yeah, or but how is showing our your... friends in fuck for forest like to shit on each other and eat shit? If that's like hippy too hippy dippy for you, I can find more hippy dippy shit on the website. But the whole idea was actually to connect. Yeah, but my point is, Tommy. Yeah, we're entertainers Tommy, so like you, man. What's we try to entertain people in a hopeless situation where the planet is going to hell. Okay, good. We try to get people have a smile, maybe an orgasm while they're smiling. We're better, we're more advanced comedy. We want people to laugh while they're coming. <laughs> okay. Well, now I understand you. Why did you just, didn't you say that in the first fucking place? Uh, I no, but I'm saying you don't have to show your pussy. Ways. What? And by the way, by the way, I think you followed me for so I looked. I didn't know I didn't know you were connected to that. And then I look, and you have have a picture of your dick on your fucking Twitter. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to see your dick. She's 
everyone wants to look at your girlfriend. Even guys don't want to see your dick. Good. Women don't want to look at your dick. That's dick. the whole point of me. Because most women don't like to look. I'm just saying, I'm saying it was great, great, great. And I was like, whoa, I don't want to look. I don't think people want to look at your dick. I think you could probably have 10 times the followers if you just you just talk. You're funny. And then and then show all your girls. Girlfriends pussies. You have no That's idea how many groupies I have, man. You are just misinformed about how many beautiful women that just throw themselves on Twitter and everywhere I put my dick. But that's like, my dick has become like a symbol of uh, freedom. It's just like the marijuana leaf. It's like, it's a plant. It's a drug. And some people call it medicine. And then it's like the symbol became like the symbol of liberty or something like that. And women have it over like their breasts <laughs> or have a tanga with that on or something like that. And that's how my dick had become. Look, what the fuck do I know? I'm just saying people would rather look at Leona and every part of Leona, her dick. That's all I can tell you. But, you know, you but do, I think you Leona it. puts out I, a I lot more stuff. Great, and I wish you the yeah, I put out both photos from myself, friends, people, dicks. Yeah, it's more fun sometimes to have a dick involved. Uh, all right, David, for, for first was not to please no, you, no. really. It was to just <laughs> to show how the body and sexuality really works, like uh, in contrast to normal porn, for example. So we do put out things that maybe you don't find so beautiful and doesn't make you excited. But it's not all the time bodies or sex is about like... At least bodies is not all the time about sex. It's just about being naked somewhere in the shower or sleeping naked or something. It doesn't have to be sexual. And uh, people just combine that just like they combine it with <laughs> well, love. I do, I, do every, yeah, I do everything you're talking about. But the thing is, I guess people are, you know, it just comes down to this. People are different and that's a beautiful thing. Like, so were you guys, when you were together, you are together, who the fuck knows? I hope you're both happy no matter what. I'm not happy. Did you, did you swing when you were together? Did you like swing when you were together and all that? Yeah. Is it that, that's what's going on? I mean, we had sex okay, with different cool, people, but I, w I wouldn't say we were swinging, like uh, in category swinging. Well, uh, what then? Okay, she's, so what's she's, the difference? she's like, yeah, exactly, she's confused. <clears throat> Well, when I thought swinging was like you What's meet another couple and you sh exchange, while we were more like we had group sex parties, we uh, like, but it was not like only couple with couple swinging. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit true. It was like eliminating borders more. So we had like a party, some people start to make love. You're like, oh, can I be part of that? It was not like I went to a place and we exchanged partners. But swinging is not only just that. It's no, no. also about just, as you say, we lived a polyamorous lifestyle. We could get attracted and even fall in love with more than one person. And we accepted that from the other person. And we thought that as a way was part of like disconnecting to ideas about ownership, about like controlling other people, about all these anarchistic ideas the people are calling like, ah, anarchy, but shut up, do what I want, bitch. And it's like bringing shit into the relationship. They want other <laughs> people to stop higher up in this, this patriarchic hierarchy society, but at the same time controlling their loved one. So we just wanted to fucking eliminate that on a kind of personal level. And that was a personal fight in Fuck for Forest, kind of. Interesting. So it's, no, it's fascinating to me because like, I, I just, every, people are different. And, you know, I don't want to watch anybody fuck my wife. And my wife definitely doesn't want to watch me fuck another woman. But people are different. 
And you know, yeah, it's like, but you might want to fuck another woman, happy, or I, I, you froze. You and might, I'm definitely you, interested you, in what the fuck you're. You might want to fuck. You might. You might want to fuck another woman. Have a fantasy about fucking another woman. I yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I I want to eat every woman's pussy I see. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. And your wife yeah, might so, like yeah, you I, some I'm guys. Saying, I'm not saying <laughs> she wouldn't be too happy, but I'm just saying that like. My point was th that could cause problems like my a fault of mine. And I love you guys are doing this, but like, I always look at the end game. Like, where is this fucking going? So that's kind of like, I'm, I'm wild in a lot of different ways, but I'm conservative in some ways but as well. Many, so many I'm couples like, are using like pimping up their sex life when they have been together for a long time. Doesn't mean that they break up their relationship now. No, I, I, I have to say, like, where it's going. Yes, yes. No, that's great. Well, that's great. Well, if that's the case, that's good. But you guys are could be that, that example, right? I mean, you could be together, but you maybe you broke up for a different reason because Tommy fucking talks too much. It's not because you're that's jealous of watching him fuck another woman. Yeah, but it's not. It's just normal fucking shit that breaks people it's up. Not I get where, it. it's, it's, not, it's not where it's going, man. It's where it's been going. It's like if you do a little bit of research on human culture and relationships and sex through uh, time, you can see that monogamy is not something new. Then you can try to find out where it's coming from. Many times when I research it, it seems to come from kind of westernized religion that has uh, teached people about being jealous. Look, and, and then me, this goes me. into violence and war. I can, you can try to follow this and you can say like, oh yeah, what's the end result, man? The end result is that we're all going to die in a horrible ecological catastrophe. That's the end result. You right. know? And then we have to find out what the fuck did we do wrong then on the way towards like understanding each other, treating each other with respect, living together in love, understanding what love is. You know? I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. My whole thing is like, as long as it doesn't give me a fucking headache along the way, like and create a fucking pain or drama because life is pain. Life is suffering, right? So as long as it doesn't give you a bigger headache, like now you got to deal with this shit, like, because let's say you break up and then you find somebody else and then you got to deal with their bullshit and then you got to deal with their bullshit. Like that's to me, I'm different than a lot of people, everyone, right? Everyone's different. That's a fucking headache that I don't want. I don't want to deal with any bullshit because there's enough to deal with. I really Does understand your point. So it's it not makes all sense. About it makes sense. Fucking is very important. Yeah, yeah. is very important. Well, Laughing is very important. Yeah, you I do. Right idea, do but. make sense? But we just like okay. I have. A, I lived a very hedonistic lifestyle together with Leona. She's one my best friends right now. We don't know if we will fuck again. We don't know. If there's no yes or no. She's still one of my best friends. She's one of my closest friends. When we lived in Berlin, having our crazy Incredible. sex parties, we two attracted friends that was similar to us. Uh, that and we usually didn't have friends. We didn't fuck. We didn't let. That, yeah. We didn't let people into fuck for forest apartment. That was not like kind of on our little vibe and didn't really. Uh, we were kind of attracted to both of us. So we just combined friendship. It's like if you have a friend group of friends at home. Okay, maybe you don't want to fuck all of them. And that did, we didn't do usually with our friends either. <laughs> but there was usually someone somewhere in our environment that would fuck them. And that just made that like a, a, a place where we could kind of 
be friendly with each other, be open with each other and not have any conflicts because me and Leona were happy about like living that kind of lifestyle together. What I realized when I started to get the girlfriend, people here in Latin America, I got people close to me that really wanted me as a boyfriend in that kind of traditional way of thinking. After that, hell break loose. And since then, my life has been kind of devastating on every kind of personal level you can think about. So I then would go back to that time of hedonistic lifestyle. I lived in Berlin where we were just friends. Like when you eliminate this, okay, I'm your girlfriend or you're my boyfriend. Okay, why are we just not friends? Because it seems like friends, you let do what they want. You wouldn't have a friend that would start to nag you about everything. I want to do that. I want you want to do that now. It's not the time. Why did you talk to that person? Okay. Uh, fuck you then, friend. That's not friendly. But it seems that is the base of most kind of traditional relationship. That you get some kind of uh, permission to just nag the shit out of the other person based on your fucking bad day. And it's like friends don't do that. Yeah, but so right. Like, but that's I, kind of what I'm saying. It's like all that headache all that shit that you've gone through right and you just said you have gone through that yeah is it worth it just for a new piece of pussy i mean i don't know no but that was i want to say i had like multiple new pieces pieces of pussy when we lived that lifestyle it was no problem the problem started multiple when i started to accept, i started to get like older and i thought okay maybe i need to focus on some like serious relationship and then I forgot that that's like, yeah, but that has nothing to do with friendship anymore. I see a lot of people living a normal lifestyle, changing their partner kind of, not often maybe living three years together, four years, two years, having a horrible fight, breaking up, getting new. How many relationship you know now that last forever? It was, that was something like back in the days, no? Yeah, I mean, you're completely right. And I'm not even, uh, I'm saying, I just wanted everybody to be happy, everybody to come and everybody to laugh and not have a fucking headache. I respect, uh, you know, I love rock and roll. I love art. I respect the journey in life. And, and no matter what, if you're conservative or if you're fucking living in Mexico on a hill, drinking mezcal with the cowboy fucking Mexican dudes, you're on a journey. So I respect it not knowing, wow, here's Leona. Hi there, listeners of our podcast. Are you having fun? Are you happy? Are you laughing? If you are, maybe you should question yourself, can you really deserve that? While our planet is in this disaster, animals are getting extinct, plants are getting extinct, Trump are doing everything he can to exploit as much nature as he can before he gets off office. Can we really laugh? Is it really funny? Did you, were you, are you in love? Did you ever love Leona? Yeah. Yeah, I love Leona more than anything. She's more there like a sister. Uh, it's like, well, there you go. Yeah. So, so that's important. And we, yeah, yeah I know a, everyone is on their answer. private journey. And I think we as Fuck for Forest uh, did take uh, on a little bit more complicated mission, maybe, than many other people have uh, cho <laughs> chosen to live. But at the same time, we learn a lot of fucking a lot more. And we have a beautiful uh, ecological paradise in the mountain of Mexico we're taking care of. And we do other ecological projects worldwide. And we made people laugh. 
and be confused. So we like helped out to create conversations <laughs> and laughs and discussions and shocking effect for people that should be shocked on that. But you say like everyone should be happy, but then I'm not allowed to say uh, bad words and stuff because many people wouldn't like the conversation we have now, even because we talk too much about sex or use bad words or something. Uh, it, it's not so easy. I would like everyone to be happy, but it seems like not everyone agrees on what that is. So then we still need to be a punk. No, we still need to express who I feel I need to say this. I feel I need to be like this person. Uh, and if it creates complications, okay, then I need to learn from that, I guess. But to let myself uh, be submissive towards the rules and ideas of a society I see is not working out. Uh, would make me that is already slightly suicidal just bang kill myself in a happy funny way and then uh, over the, like uh, suicide for example how can I do that funny because I'm like talking I got embarrassed we had another show where we have a friend on the show that's talking about suicide and I didn't manage to make any funny jokes about it so and then I was trying to look up for funny suicides online and I can't fucking find any, any funny suicides. I only find people who died laughing. That I could find. Is your friend still alive? Yeah, yeah. I'm just based out here. <clears throat> <laughs> no, is, the, is your... <laughs> oh, Leon, no, you didn't talk about Leona. Well, oh, yeah, one of, one of the, many of my friends are not alive. No, I'm from Norway. It's like, it yeah, you're like losing friends to yeah, suicide like other people. It's depressing and dark. Yeah. So you I must be you must be I just ahead, want to Leon, say I'm something sorry. like yeah you shouldn't want drama in your life you don't want this but you shouldn't really settle for less either just because you want to avoid the drama. Oh no no I, and I completely agree with with that and what I was when I'm saying settling so some people do settle and that will create a bigger fucking headache than anything. I was just kind of talking about base level trying to be happy and in love and just keep it good because I see and I've seen people that get in relationships for the wrong reasons or they settle or they say well there's something wrong with that person but I can look by it or I can fix it or you know whatever and it always creates a fucking problem so I would say to you I agree with you and don't even get in a relationship at all if if it's going to create that not a if so never I get in a relationship at all but i'm and also saying you know this man just said he loves you right and he has a headache if you're pissed off at him if you don't love him back he doesn't know if you're gonna split get on the fucking take a train 10 hours to a fucking bus another 10 hours to a plane and get the fuck out of there and go back to where you're from that he would be devastated so it's like and that's the problem. Like, yeah, but it's like, I have to so work. No, no, we are on, all fucking on, hold cowards. On, hold on. Mescal, hold on. That's the problem. That problem can be fixed. That problem can be like, do not get on the fucking bus. Do not get on the mule. Do not get on the fucking plane. Or I'm going with you and you do what you can to keep it together. It sounds beautiful, but at the same time... That can be manipulation from another partner also. In the end, you're responsible for your own soul. I'm sorry, we fucked up as a yeah. human kind. We created nations that hates each other instead of tribes. 
that hates each other. That means like a smaller group of people hating a smaller group of people, killing each other for headhunting rituals yeah, or I'm something. Yeah, but I'm talking about that. Yeah, but I'm talking, I'm, I'm getting to the point, man. The thing is like right now, it's like I, I, she can go, she can die tomorrow. I don't know, maybe she get a heart attack now. He's a romantic. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, then I lose Leona. Still, I'm like, okay, I live in a world we are so lost right now. We all need someone. That's why we also uh, try to hold our partners so much that sometimes it strangles the passion and, and love between people instead of sometimes it's important to just let go. Also something we all have to learn. to. I do. think he just gave you a bruise on your arm, Leona. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hold her really hard. Yeah, because I feel she can go at any moment. I'm super psychotic right now. I got to a point in my life where I can, I can say and do whatever from day to day. And she's somehow balanced and no, pretend to know what's going on except well, except from four to five days before she have a menstruation, when she act totally unrational and can be kind of like <laughs> dangerous even. But she's like, yeah, she keeps me balanced. So if she disappear, I will maybe just fall apart in one moment. Then I will see like, yeah, that would be the real challenge from from if it's some fucking god there, yeah, okay, fuck you, don't do that. But if you want to try out my limitation, take away Leona and then see like what happens. But maybe I wouldn't ma manage, you know, we all need family. Look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is this. So life is uncertain. I agree with you there. Nice swag of that booze. Life is uncertain. No one knows what's going to happen, right? But there are certain things in life that you can control for lack of a better term in that you think control is bad. And I agree with you, be free, let people do what they want. But there are certain things that are, if they're important enough to you, you can control those things. By being Food, a nice person. Love. Huh? By being a nice person, I think. If you, I'm always- By being a nice person, for sure. Yeah. If I was a nice person, yeah. Leona would naturally want to be with me because we are creative together, but I'm not the nice person. I'm an asshole. I think you are. Well, okay, you have to just deal with me now. And we just see, we have a filter of many thousands of miles between us with some computer screen. As that's how we communicate. Yeah, so but you're look, safe. Look, hold on. Leona is not safe. Hold look, on. she's here. Leona is not look. safe in that way. <laughs> I really think you're an okay person. I, I'm pretty good judge of character. I've known you 15, 20 minutes. But this sweet girl wouldn't be with you if you are a really bad-hearted person. And I really don't think that human beings are innately bad or evil. I, I don't even believe in evil. You, you had a, some guy, Church of Satan, on, on your podcast. I don't even believe in the devil. I just, I don't even believe in it. I don't believe in evil. There's then just the like, devil will come and ask, fuck you in the night, man. So you should be fucking careful with what you're saying. Now you don't believe in the devil that means you don't believe in jesus no. and then you go to hell and get ass fucked by demons for eternity but that i don't believe in that all shit i either. was saying all i was saying is that you know, you're talking about i just wrote some of these down earth satan birthday depression the mysteries of life <laughs> pussy anal right so yeah you're not gonna figure anything out with this fucking podcast no one's gonna figure anything out just do what makes you happy in the moment yeah, and but that is, the her, that is the podcast. Tell her you love her every day. Huh? With, that's what makes us go, come together right now. You don't realize that the podcast is what us makes us cooperate again. I'm totally brain-fucked by Fuck for Forest. I'm like, she's the one that takes care of Fuck for Forest. I've been destroyed by... 
by people I will I would blame women because I'm a guy's like fucking women destroyed my life and I am fucked up and miserable so like she she's taking care of the fuck forest part and then I'm being like slightly like always since I was young suicidal and dark and trying to make something again and then the podcast was that so it makes me and Leona work together even if she's not talking she did some research uh, she can, I can you to say she can talk, 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 Leona, talk, show him, you can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, I get it. Hey, look, you obviously have a connection. Yeah. I just want everybody to be happy and I want you to be happy and I don't want you to be left alone in the mountains of fucking Mexico, uh, hanging by a fucking tree. Yeah. So then come then stop fucking talking about it and bring some cool people to come and help us make some like sustainable living for a world that is totally collapsing since you are like you're from in california it's burning up right now in a country that is facing like kind of like violent uh, revolution or civil war or something like that and you and you picked on every goddamn country in the world so it might be like a terrorist attack at any moment or let's here is more safe mexico is safe man mexico is super kind and friendly people have mezcal we have a mountaintop with apples that's fucking great so you don't want to come there and help us with that we can do comedy there for the local people they don't know what comedy is we can reinvent comedy in a place where it's really like it's really like pioneering Comedy, stand up in the mountains of Mexico for the local people in the small pueblos, that's a small town, would be like, it would be amazing. It would be something necessary for the, for the soul there. So where did the concept of comedy come from? As I understand it, it comes from ancient Greece in the fourth century. And it had as a purpose to hold a mirror up to the society to reflect its follies and vices in the hope that they will, as a result, be mended. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it pays too much. I'm over that fucking soul. You can't pay your mortgage with a fucking payment of your soul. So that's where comedy and that's where comedy died. Fucking resort. And that's where comedy died, man. Right there with that dollar. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. I think it was. (laughs) I think it was uh, the pandemic. But Ah. but you know, comics. Listen, comedians real comedians real artists put their soul into it but they still gotta get paid at the fucking end of the day they still gotta get paid after the show or you know you know reality is well maybe you just live in a too expensive fucking place what was that maybe you live in a too fucking expensive place i heard the rents in california and stuff like this is not like we we paid like uh, not so much and we have a 150 hectare of land with a big farm on top and we don't pay anything more i see like people now in norway pay like fucking three million norwegian kroners for like a 50 square meter apartment in oslo and for three million norwegian kroners you can have like 500 or thousand hectares with waterfalls and a farm and people working for you for cool. slave and wages. You, and you can educate your you children over the internet. Yeah, no, no, I know. I get it. I think it's fucking very cool alternative, but you guys don't have kids, right? Uh, no. I, you have kids? Just, I don't want to give a comment on that. I don't have kids. Okay. <laughs> so, 
having a kid in having a kid in Mexico online when you're drinking mezcal, that's a fucking pain in the ass. If you if your kids are older or whatever, you can do what you do do what you want. But people have fucking responsibilities. Like I can't just float off. I have a couple of kids. I can't float off to fucking to Mexico and jack off in front of a fucking uh, you know tree. I guess I can, but then I got to come back. I can't just go make a living there. You know what I mean? So. Uh, well, that's an easier way to... Well, we have Oaxaca City and the beach that is kind of a very... Uh, it's like a touristic destination. So actually, you could have made money here on uh, English-speaking uh, uh, comedy or entertainment. Or is or there something. a lot? Are there a lot of expats there, like uh, people from uh, from Norway that get, that live there? Or where are the all the foreigners from no like where we live it's not any well there are some pueblos around we, where we live that it comes a lot of like alternative tourism that has made for example uh alternative school for kids in one of the closest uh, pueblos one of the closest towns where we are living and that's a very very good school for alternative children or, or people that want to learn outside the modern kind of institutionalized school system and all the people that is there uh, the foreigners i'll tell you what I, I tell you what, if you will bring I'll your children you there and let them be there for one year and you will bring them back to where you live now and you will ask them, the, where do you want to live? I'm uh, pretty 95% sure there was a go back to the mountain study. You have to listen to your children. Is there a water? Okay, well, <laughs> they're teenagers now. But look, I'm all for it. Maybe we'll do something fucking crazy when they get older. You know what I mean? But how are you? Uh, how are you staying in that country with the visas and stuff? Do you have to go back or what? The fuck is this, man? It's like uh, is this uh, into you have looked forward to interviewing us or not? You have a fucking podcast now. You, you don't even have the equipment in order. Maybe. We have been working like we done research. Look, I have like a whole book here with research on you and American stand-up so comedy and the death of this medium that you are representing so and sure. you're supposed to so talk sh- for so this. My theory is that comedy existed since the dawn of time. As long as humans have existed, comedy have existed. People fall, people laughed. That was how comedy started. And as society became more civilized, comedy also became more civilized, reflecting the society, making fun of society. And why are you not? Why is this suddenly turning into a interview about research. us? <laughs> yeah, really? Are you working for the know. CIA <laughs> maybe? You're an American, you're sitting there making your notes about some kind of like <laughs> terrorist organization called Fuck for Forest. It's three, it's three, you know, it's three, six, FFF is 666 with a beast, man. You Christian fundamentalist in your country has is on to us and now send one of you. Like comedy is dead for sure. <laughs> you just told me to come live there. I'm trying to find out some fucking information about it. That's it. Okay, that's that's cool. But uh, how long since you? Okay, back to you. We are talking to a stand-up comedian from uh, America. I mean North America. The North, no, uh, not even that. Estados Unidos. That's the United States of America. The America that has put themselves outside the rest of America with culture and everything. And we, uh, he's talking about how it is to be funny right now in America. And when was your last stand-up show where you said comedy is dead, so you haven't done any show for a long time, or 
We still try to make yeah, there's been a few jokes. We, uh, we've done, yeah, there's been some outdoor shows and, uh, and the comedy store had a show where they put people in the parking lot and then there's a window show and there's been other gigs and stuff like that too, but so you all say that it's like Corona should make people but, funnier or, or actually push people to find ways to do new things. Like for example, podcasting, you can be do a lot of stuff with podcasting, but okay, it's not profitable enough. I don't get those dollars from it. Is that the thing? That's what makes people funny. They're paid to be funny. Okay. Now I get it because that's why you have so many American comedians then, I guess. You lived here in America? No. You lived here, right? I'm afraid of America. I like Oh, you didn't you didn't live there. No, I'm afraid of going. Never been there. We'd like to go there though, just Never because we because were, to speak English. Yeah, we were planning on to go on a road trip to America with Fuck for Forest and Bipolar Circle, but then that destroyed got destroyed by the corona for us. So we're if that's it'll be over we, soon. No yeah. Las Vegas yet. No. Yeah, I think I think you'll love. I think you'd love L.A. I think you'd love Vegas, and I think L.A. and Vegas would love the both of you for sure because there's lots of tourists and you guys speak perfect English. You know, my my family is my parents are from Ireland, so I share a European connection to you two fucking crazy people in Mexico. Can you please there. stop saying so that? You're like the second American no, person Norwegian. that is like fucking taking up that we have like bloodline from uh, Scandinavians were never ever involved in the United States of America. We went there as Vikings. We fucked your women, not your women. The cool people that lived there before, the ones with feathers. We fucked them. We left some Viking jeans down here for like uh, entertainment for people later. And we went fucking back again. You didn't hear what I said. I said, my parents are from Ireland. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking Ireland. And they, so the Norwegians went to Ireland. Thank you, thank right? you. I, fucking, I got very yeah, upset. They, I think they pillaged all throughout there. So... Are you are you guys? I'm a big soccer fan. Are you guys soccer fans? Like I love the Nor Norwegian team. You know Holland. I, I my not the country. My uh, father had an accident when I was a kid uh, with football, and I can see how extremely dangerous it can be for your body and mind. And I got to, like kind of fanatically against everything that had to do with football after that. I don't watch football. Wow. There, well, there's an incredible. I don't know if you know this. Oh, really? It's so strange to me because. The many Europeans that I do meet in Los Angeles, I all, I'm a big soccer fan. And uh, I always ask them about their country's club team, whatever. And 95% of people go, I don't watch it. I don't know about it. I'm like fucking stunned because I always thought Europeans love soccer. So let me teach you about one of the greatest players in the world right now. He's from Norway. You probably don't know. He's a 20-year-old kid. And his name is Holland. And the kid's fucking brilliant. And he might win Norway a World Cup. Not that you obviously give a fuck, but there's some question for you. We can get, we basically, Norway can just import. We are some totally against like uh, artificial shit in our food and stuff. So Norway just exploit and control and fuck up like countries that have organic, really good food. So they just import the absolutely best shit from other places and then they refuse to let anyone get anything from what they are producing so we keep all the good shit so Norwegians have grown up to be like two meter and 60 normally now I we were thinking about it for a long time but it has to be the food I think 
Because uh, yeah, we have some uh, great athletes from from Norway. It was not the Vikings were actually oh, just so like yeah, one amazing. meter and very small, actually one forty. Oh, the Vikings really? Yeah, small and hairy. Vikings were. I thought Vikings were huge. No, they were small. They were just really? fucking annoying and aggressive. <laughs> Does that's that turn what you on? Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Norway yeah, well, has a lot of like well, weird shit. I can teach about soccer. Let's let anyway. Norway has soccer. That's like one of the most, uh, I think, most like cultural, uh, like developed thing we have in Norway. We are kind of famous for actually having good uh, athletes in that because usually we just great have team. like uh, elk fucking, fucking competitions team. and moonshine and uh, beat your wife competitions. Something that has become like more problematic now after internet. So, but like in, before internet, Norway had like their more like s stable, like strong Viking traditions that we still try to keep and are afraid of like showing now it comes out. Do, uh, do the Norwegians and the Swedish and the Danes, how do they feel about each other? Who is more, thinks they're more superior? What's the better country? What's the better? Norway. Like, how do they feel about each other? Because Norway is the best? Set from a Norwegian. Mr. Mescal gave you a drink. Tell us a little bit about Sweden. Can you please... Sweden. It's uh, the most... Yeah, tell me. <laughs> it's uh, a country where people before went to churches and had strange sects in the countryside. And now it's the more atheistic country in the world. She's so fucking proud about saying that. It's, I'm uh, proud of that. Again, I'm sorry. It's the most what country? Atheistic, like non... Uh, Say that again, I didn't hear... Atheistic, isn't that what it's called? Like atheistic. Non oh, 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 atheistic. Atheistic, atheistic. atheistic like no religion? Uh -huh. Yeah. That's like many, many country, countries in Europe because you guys evolved out of that, right? So you were had that put down your throat for centuries and then you're like, fuck that. So I get that. <laughs> we eliminated it so, in the 90s. Like oh, from 91 Norway. to 95, we burned most of the churches of Norway and got that shit out of Norway. <laughs> so after that, Norway has been more like, yeah, more, more, less uh, fundamental religious. I would say Denmark it was the most liberal country of Norway and Sweden and uh, Denmark. Denmark is the most liberal. It was I the see. most okay, cool. liberal and most little bit more cool country before. Is there a lot of intermarrying among the Swedes and the Danes and, and the Norwegians? No, Norway and Sweden has this kind of relationship like America and Mexico kind of like uh, Norwegians go oh, okay. to Sweden to buy things cheaply, but they actually hate Swedish people and make most most of their evil jokes is about Swedish people. But I think Swedish do the same, but they their jokes are not that funny. And then people are like kind of judged as like kind of you call it like svensketös. It's like Swedish bitch. It's like if you fuck, if that's most in Sweden. If you fuck a Norwegian, then many places on the countryside they shave your head and they let you out, and then you know you're a. Uh, you know, that's Norwegian one. The Norwegian bitch is the Swedish one, and it's happening more is more in Sweden. This, no, and it's kind of like a very old style tradition that we still do, and we can understand. Yeah, we have some problems between Sweden and Norway, but Denmark and Scandinavia and Finland was always like the. The capitals of peace and love and, and liberty. Interesting. They're, they're yeah, cool. because, well, what do you guys think about the Irish? What do you think of, do you know any Irish people? We met some, but they have difficulties Never traveling. Been the Irish and the Mexicans are very similar in that 
you know, very Catholic countries. They like to drink. They like to have fun. They like their football. I love, I love Mexican people. I have many Mexican friends and it's a great culture. And I think the Irish are very, very similar, but. Dear Charlie Chaplin, I'm so sorry you are dead. I could need a laugh. Sometimes life do not seem very funny anymore. I wish you could help me. I was watching some of your latest movies, Limelight, and Monsieur Verdox. What happened to you? After showing the world the humor behind fascism, your great dictatorship of comedy seemed to darken. Was it because you got kicked out of the United States? Of America? On communist charges? Because you tried to be kinder than the capitalistic system? Or you were a rich asshole like good humans out there? Was it because people bullied you about your affairs with prostitutes and very young women? You scare me with your movies, making serial killing justifiable? Showing how unfunny it can be to be funny? You scared many people away from your innocent comedy style. Still, you scared me to think that comedy always was a way to express a world too dark to not make fun about. And that your art finally got laid dead under the rules of social acceptance. Dear Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> that's kind of funny. What about the Germans? What do you think of the Germans? Are they the master race for real, or do you think that's all bullshit? They are... They are weird. As I, we lived in Berlin for many huh? years, so yeah, Germans, kind of scary in some way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that the whole world knows. I, we start to get uh, not so afraid of Germans, uh, so they're starting to build up their regime once more. And I seen that that's why we run away from Berlin and start to get angry. We lived in Berlin. Berlin is not really the same as the rest of Germany. It's really funky, right? It's a brilliant, brilliant city, great city, artistic city. I, I want to go to Berlin. Uh, yeah, it was we, really cool. We just went from our hedonistic lifestyle really in Berlin, where we had like kind of fun every day by like group sex and uh, psychedelic drugs and like crazy performance artists on the high level doing stuff in our apartment. We didn't even know to go out anymore. And then we decided to say, try to do something for the world, going to Mexico, living alone on the mountaintop for like five years, masturbating, thinking about how shitty the world <laughs> is, about every fucking day, trying to not go insane and kill my neighbor or Leona, even where they even got to that <laughs> point, shining. We had some shining moments. Leona, if you feel in danger, wink twice and I'll call the Oaxaca fucking authorities. Yeah, Just like they will do it. They will come and film it for like pleasurable <laughs> moments later. The, I tried to call the police. Well, I tried, okay, here in Mexico is different than, okay, in your country you might get shot by the police coming to save you, but here it's more like, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, what's happening? Oh, someone's trying to attack me with a knife. Uh, in our house. Okay, where are you? Uh, like uh, uh, 10 minutes away from where you are. Oh, yeah, you have a manchette in the house? Uh, yeah. Okay, use that then. Bye. Click. That was in Brazil. That was Brazil. That actually happened. Wow. 
Yeah, that does. And you want me to go move there for what? Fucking that? No, I love. I'm a pacifist. I love peace and weed. Yeah, so just wait. And, uh, and, okay, so the uh, weed, one kilo weed uh, hair is five hundred pesos. That's uh, twenty dollars for a kilo. Is oh, it shit though, or is it good? No, it's good. You can also grow it yourself. Now it's getting more and more legalized here in Mexico, and people are friendly. It's like I'm telling oh, yeah. you, you are confused. Because you're under, I don't know, being educated by your American perfect society. I don't know, a fucking clue. You go online and check <laughs> out who's, what's the most dangerous cities in the world. And I think three of them on the 10 list are from your country. And you have like people shooting each other for nothing on the street. You have police shooting people for being black or not being black enough for being having problems with black or not being black enough or whatever and you're just like constantly having the you made like the idea about this kind of hyper violence in movies not you but the, the culture of america has a very like you have a problem with seeing nipples but at the same time you can have like million head heads exploding after each other things just like exploding <laughs> in blood and gore Constantly, <laughs> and then a nipple. No, and uh, and I'm sorry if you feel so fucking safe in your time now. Now Trump is over, so maybe you should feel safer. Except from that, it's not over, and you're all like in the same shit still. I'm happy that you feel uh, at least like uh, safe in the country where murder. It's not even uh, most like you can have serial killers in America. I like, kill like 30 people and it's not even going in the news or other places in the world anymore. We're so bored of you. We're so bored of, okay, you had like 100 other mass murderers or another one, another school, school shooting. Okay, great. We report every 10 one of them. It was in the beginning. Now they report every 100 one. Okay, it's been the 100 one again. Let's fucking put a small notice in it in a shooting again in America. Yeah. Good that you feel safe, uh, man. Is that a question? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, I will refine it. Do you, do you really feel safe? Well, look, you know, the media is a lot of fucking, a lot of the problems. I mean, you know, so there are problems in every country. I'm not, I'm not waving the fucking flag like America is the greatest country in the world. I never said that at all. Safest. America you said has, safest country almost. You didn't say that, but it felt. You know, I'm from Norway, the safest, one of the safest countries in the world. And I live in Mexico and I'm happy that I know that. There are shit going on here, but usually if you just fuck with the wrong people. In America, you're just like, okay, I, I had a story. A friend of me wear the Black Lives Matter mouth protection shit in America now. In a funeral, someone wanted to beat her up because she had that. And she drew a gun at them. Now I have to go in a court system for assault because she tried to defend herself. Through your like defendable great rules with guns towards another person. And it was just like a normal thing that this is not happening where I'm living here in Mexico. Here's usually like, oh yeah, a gang shot another gang kind of shit. Yeah, but that's like, that's one person, you know. I mean, look, I agree with you. There's some problems here that's some in the United States, but people are still trying to fucking come here. There's, they're swimming to get here. They're climbing to get here. They're you know what? It's called here. PR. It's called promotion. It comes from, it comes from what Hitler uh, earlier called propaganda. 
you know, then it got changed the public relation that America developed after stealing mo most of the great Nazi geniuses from the Nazi time, incorporated it into the corporation and business structure of the new country that you actually like are living in is that you don't have any culture. It's based on rape and murder. And then you took culture for other places in the world, like making it your culture and then promoting yourself through music, mainstream music and media uh, to the world. And that's why most of the world knows American music and movies. Don't say that Hollywood has not been like kind of controlling some of the ideas in some movies about what's the American dream. Because the American dream is like, Sometimes when you see it from another angle, uh, it could be a nightmare. And yeah, you did. You have a lot of good thinkers. You have a lot of great art. You have a lot of great music. I love the, what's happened with music in the 60s, Green Anarchy, Earth Liberation Movement. A lot of like, really revolutionary ecological organizations was born because of your regime. But also most of those people that was making that regime. is now... <laughs> yeah, most of those people that was making that is now in jail as political prisoners for trying to liberate the planet, animals and plant life. That uh, your government managed to make a big uh, kind of end on by making ecological terrorism. That is people fighting for the survival of our planet, man. And that's like, uh, yeah, that is a regime. So you would recommend us to come to America? Well, you know, what Tommy is saying is like, I don't know what the fuck he just said anyway, but... <laughs> America is a nation of immigrants. So if the the fucking people fucked up here, they they come from Norway, they come from Sweden, they come from Ireland, they're come from all over the fucking place to make something different. So that's the that's the nature of the that's the whole nature of the country. And right now you're right. There there are significant problems with the United States. Uh it's still a good place to fucking live though, I think. I mean, look, I I don't know. I think, you know, it's a very large country and it's not a homogenous country like your country. But I think Sweden and Norway have had their issues, too, right, with immigrants and immigration and all that stuff, too, right? Or do you, which side of the fence are you on on that? I'm a refugee in, I can't live in Norway uh, because Norway, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to, I know it's, a, that's why I also said there's a lot of really good people in America. I don't uh, say all of Americans are bad or whole American culture is bad. I'm just saying that you had a very big influence on the popular culture that could kind of brainwash people faster through movies and like uh, uh, French or Polish or even if Polish have some great uh, film directors, it may, never made so mainstream as America did, and they never made music so popularized like MTV and stuff like this. I'm not living right. in Norway because Norway was not allowing me to marry uh, and live with my girlfriend at that time. That was the most important. She's still very important for me. Really? A, Indian girl, a girl from India, one of the poorest countries in the world. Since I'm an activist and don't like to make private money, I don't have uh, money. To show in Norway, you have to show that you have been worked with a normal type of job for at least three years and had a certain type of income to be able to marry and live with a person from a poor country. 
Uh, I tried through the judge system, through the immigration office, through many different things to get this person to be with me. I promised her to take care of her. She become part of Fuck for Forest, a project I made in Europe as a, as a kind of uh, aggression against values and moral I don't believe in on European standards. She's from mm -hmm. India. In this time, uh. it was the most talk about rape and abuse of women. In this time, I got together uh. with her. She fell in love with Fuck for Forest and me, and she became part of my project. She's still on the website. She never took stuff. She never took material away. She was totally open about it to her family, everything. In the, the funny thing was that in the end, I actually talked to her family online. They knew about Fuck for Forest. They started to accept it. They realized that she was going through a development uh, that was good for her. And she, never, she always saw Fuck for Forest as being the greatest thing ever happened to her uh, in the form of self-development and self-understanding. The sad thing was that Norway couldn't let me be with her. I couldn't give her that safety that she deserved and needed. And she went uh, mentally crazy from this. She couldn't go. They forced say, like, send her back to India, send her back to India. As I can't fucking send her back to India because she's facing like problems there because what she's been doing because of me. They're representing Fuck for Forest as a project. Then later, I'm like trying to find out what to do. And we have to run away from Europe because the Schengen, because the visa goes out for her. We run away to Latin America. We stay there for so long time that we can go back to Europe again. Finds out that she can't apply a visa from another country than India. So she has to go back to India, apply for a new visa from India and get the, that recognized by that we send, have a lot of money on an account showing that we can be responsible for her like an animal. Like for, for that time she's with me in three Europe. Months. Three, three months. Three months. After going through this for some time, I actually did shit. I was also alone with it. You have an organization called Love Without Borders that is working with this. And I started to go into that because I wrote them and I told them my story. But then I started to check up other stories. And I see stories from Norway sending, splitting up families with children, sending the father or the mother back to Africa or somewhere with the, with the statement of, no, uh, sorry, but the child is so young now that they don't really understand who's the father or not. So you can still keep connection on social media. You can still have a connection online. And they justify breaking up family. And the most important thing with human rights, actually, for me, it's the most uh, essential human right issue. If I can't say to my lover or the one I love, I can take care of you, what the fuck can I do? And I'm allowed to travel as a Norwegian, as being a student, travel to India, falling in love with a girl but not be respected by one of the richest countries in the world for being with a person I love because she's from another culture. And then I couldn't live in Europe anymore because I can't live in a state that don't recognize those rights. And then I, she wanted to go away for a long time. That was the final state for me. It was also part of my destruction of mental states, actually. She was still in Mexico because we left her here. Uh, had to go back to Europe. She refused to go back because she felt unwanted. And, and then we lost each other. She's... I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, I'm sorry too, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. To I just you. want to say a good story to tell because it's really important to know those fuckers that have that like really beautiful country of Norway, that really beautiful, open-minded, free country of Norway don't respect 
uh, they're the people that live there for uh, being with a person that comes from a poor country. And I'm living now in Mexico where I can marry the poorest country no, Poor. and they accept <laughs> me. As they, they would accept me if I was the poorest person in the world. Uh, they accept the family. Here, family is important. Doesn't matter if it's religious or not. I think it's, I think it's an important human right to be able to protect well, your so, family. So everywhere is fucked up then. It's not only the U.S. There's no, exactly. Everywhere, everywhere is fucked, man. I would really like to go to the U.S. That was also one of the ideas yeah. why we stayed Le here. Leona, Leona, do you get jealous when you hear uh, Tommy talking about his ex-girlfriend? I or mean, do you want to fuck her? I was living with her. I never <laughs> fucked this girl, though. But we were living together. I saw her fuck Tommy and other people regularly. It was all cool. I had other lovers <laughs> at the time. Oh, shit. You were living... We all lived together, yeah. We had like a community. And you were one at the time? Oh, I had other lovers Incredible. at that time. Incredible. And we never had any... We very seldom had <laughs> Men, any kind of conflicts, really. Yeah, it was a great mix of people living together. I think we lived like this for like five years without any heavy com conflicts, without any drama... Like people came into our uh, bubble shit. of reality and they were first like, what the fuck is this? And then they were just like, hey, man, you maybe have to go now. <laughs> people didn't want to leave again. Many people, it became like a place. People felt really safe. They could see their friends making love for the first time without feeling shame or guilt for it. They can make like music or dance or paint while people were making love. They can ask if they could be part of And this people. was in Berlin? Yeah. Yes. Wow. And what about like... Uh you know, because they tried that here in this country in the 60s. People lived on communes. Everybody lived together. People are fucking, right? Other people are fucking other people's girlfriend, boyfriend, right? And then it just didn't work out. People, some couples were like, I want kids. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And the whole thing went to shit. Yeah, but as you said, so, things change, man. Things are ne never forever. Yeah, things That's change. the thing, like also with, with relationships and stuff. You can't know. There are people living in open relationships that are able to keep it on for a long time. There are people that are failing, but that's the same with with the normal relationship in the end it depends to that. it depends to, in the end i think it depends on being honest to yourself what you truly want and then we want to just experiment and see how to live and then i would say like yeah we are it. america as like a uh, norway and my values and i grew up in norway with a hard censorship laws on movies and most of the movies that were censured was like horror movies from america and I was super pissed about that. And it helped me get like an aggression against <laughs> censorship. That actually was part of creating Fuck for Forest. And a lot of the inspiration from Fuck for Forest came from John Lennon and Yoko Ono and the Make Love Not War movement in that time. That we developed into like, hey, this is for a new time, let's fuck for forest. But uh, like the sexual liberation and the, that thing that happened in the hippie movement after the 60s in America was a great inspirational source, not only for us, but for a lot of social activists, both in gay right movements, women right movements, and ecological awareness. And you have some of the coolest, greatest groups connected to that. But that's also because you have this idea about you should be allowed to have your free word, and you should be allowed to, to express yourself. And that's why it's especially important for you Americans to keep fighting for that and not let censorship on the internet and not let people tell you what to do and tell you what to say because it's a really important. Uh, that's one of the important gifts America has given to a lot of other cultures, actually. I agree with that. Can I ask you now, how, do you, how did you e email me? How did you know who I was? We are doing some research on comedians. Like you don't know because one of you guys said, 
They said what? Oh, just looking up community, just looking up people, and then you just email people and whoever called you back, type of thing. Um, not really. Well, not everyone. You don't know? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, you asked me. Someone asked me, "Where are you from? Where do you live?" And I'm like, "It's on my fucking Twitter feed that I'm from California." So I'm like, maybe they're just like finding comedians and then reaching out to them. So no, no, know, we, didn't do, we didn't do. We didn't do so much. Like, we didn't do like the. Please small do my podcast and talk about pussy and then. You have a podcast. Huh? Leona said that. Does he have a podcast? Because Leona was listening to you <laughs> on many other podcasts. No, we did research on different people before we write to them. So we did research, oh. but not all the time. Oh, okay. We found out okay. like the small, okay. like, okay, where are you from? How old are you? Like things like this. We just check out more like, okay, what's your life story? What's your mission in life? One of my inspiration actually now, I think comedy is important for people. It's a way to bypass a lot of the bullshit in politics and religion and just mental masturbation in general and make it into comedy such a better way to both make people think and laugh. And I, I always, I was thinking like, I think we in Fuck for Forest always were kind of comedians. And I think Fuck for Forest was never meant really that serious from the beginning. We were always entertainers. I have kind of like a theater background. And Fuck for Forest was like a natural way for us to express something. But that we, was why we got judged so many times in, that, in the political movement in Berlin and stuff like this also, because we never took any point of politics. Because that was never our mission. Our mission was to spread something interesting and have fun with it. No? And then I see, like, uh, get inspired by all the American stand-up comedian kind of uh, environment, checking up what you're doing there, and I'm seeing, like, wow, these guys are actually free uh, and allowed uh, to express shitty stuff and get people to laugh about it. And I think that's so healing. It's such a, it's, that's blues, you know, that's like, that's folk music. That's like uh, giving people in a shitty, dark time of existence, something to laugh about. I think that's the essence of activism for me right now. Yeah, we're trying to make fun, you know, about shitty stuff or dark stuff or be able to take life with that dose of humor. It's uh, I love it. Folk I music. love it. I do. I respect. Uh, I only have a few minutes left, but I respect both of you. I respect what you've done. I respect what you're doing. And I respect living for something that you feel is important and being free and eating pussy and fucking and all that and save the planet i'm for all that shit so try to eliminate your like jealousy going and getting fucking comedy i mean if you want to do stand up what was that yeah we're trying to eliminate this jealousy factor say, that actually is like it. a jealousy factor you know like affectional killings is one of the main it's on top of the murder rate so that we're kind of working with that like trying to make ourselves less aggressive so, oh you looked at my girlfriend motherfucker it's like oh yeah like uh, you look at my girlfriend and she's cute no if you have sex with her yeah, in a respectful that, way with safe sex and she's but have a great time i'm happy and then it's like okay we solved one problem yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah we want to bring porn and, and erotic is, ideas into comedy when we get back to that you say like yeah the comedy it's a stand-up erotic <laughs> erotic stand-up comedy for vegas is coming if this corona shit goes over i did uh i did a stand-up show in in uh in the valley years ago with some of my friends where we were gigging and then the valley is the porn capital of the world and there was people fucking and sucking everywhere behind us we're doing stand-up and there was porn stars here behind us fucking 
And then the crowd listening to it is very fucking strange. She so, already did sexy comedy you, then. Why don't you book that show in Oaxaca, Mexico on the mountain and see how they like, film it and then pitch it. Make yeah. a million bucks. You know, like everything is for, for something for everyone everywhere. And I believe that's cool, but I want also I agree. Like, be able to live there and not get killed right away. So we take it in small doses. But yeah, in the future, I think that's possible. <laughs> well, I wish you the best of luck. I just, yeah, you. you know, you guys. I want to say that. Great uh, couple. And I, you know. We're not, yeah, we're, I don't do know. We're a team, on, man. We're a team. Do you want, do you what? Sorry. Yeah, good, good. And I'm glad you can look by all the bullshit you love. Uh-oh. No, My it... connection is unstable, it says. Is that better? No, uh, we see you. No, uh, You have me now? Yeah, yeah. I just want to say that, uh, yeah, it's been cool talking to you. We didn't get to ask any of the questions we were supposed to ask you, actually. We actually tried to do a research on how to become, since we are getting into comedy, and I was planning this kind of erotic stand-up for, for America and the future. I was trying to get some good advices and stuff, and I get nothing. They basically just asked us about shit about us. I'll tell like, you before now I Now you know so much about us, I we know leave, nothing about you. you. Yeah, please tell us something. Well, no, th thank you, because I'm genuinely, I was genuinely interested in the fact that you're from Europe, from uh, Norway and Sweden, right, Leona? So thank you for ex explaining that to me, but it, comedy is, it's not a fucking secret. If you want to get up, at least stand up, you get up and you do it and you bomb. And then you get up the next day and you do it and you fucking bomb. And all, I don't know anything. I don't know anything, but I just know that you have to keep doing it because if you don't do it a lot, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. So you have to be getting up if you're going to do it. So you can't just do it now and again. Or you can. So it's you can go fuck your lady and then go do a set and yeah, then do it two months later. You're not going to get anywhere. It sounds to like get fucking good, to me. You have to get up a lot and you could start a gig there. That's all I know. I don't know. It sounds like fucking to yeah, me. I because I like I did like I did it. I like did it all the time. I got better at it. In the beginning, it sucked, kind of. It was embarrassing and weird. And I felt like yeah. like anxiety all the time. And then after some time, I can just like be there, like fucking like woo, on the stage with people watching me all around, applauding, trying to make funny there, there comments you you... about me. Like, oh, yeah, you don't get your dick hard. Oh, yeah, you don't. That's because I don't want it hard yet. Now it's hard what you say now. Oh, it's not hard enough for you <laughs> like that. There's your opener. There's your first fucking bit. You already got a joke. You're welcome. That'll be two hundred dollars. No, okay. you're broke. You're not fucking cool. I, I did for a small so change and uh, and uh, and maybe like some uh, yeah because I saw this like uh, this like die, uh, dying laughing or something. It's called. Uh, documentary about the stand-up co comedy scene in America and that people are complaining oh I'm living on this like shitty hotel where people probably got killed and it was just like an orange in the minibar and I'm like what is an orange in the minibar but it's an orange in the minibar it's amazing a free orange I'm like okay I have a place to sleep that it's not raining inside amazing and I can make people laugh haha <laughs> great I'm like, do well, you really complain about that? Like posers? Time. Huh? Well, look, don't, don't waste any more time. If you want to do stand-up, you either got to start a scene there or you got to fucking move somewhere rather you do stand-up. I don't know. But what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to drop one of your fucking 10 causes and just do fucking stand-up because 
it takes a lot of time. And I think you'll like it because comedians are fucking crazy. Comedians love to fuck like you guys. And they're all fucked up in the head. And they're cool and they're funny. And comedians are great. So I think you would like the whole camaraderie thing of it. That's the thing, you know. So everyone's looking for family it. feeling. And I was, like, looking everywhere. It's, like, uh, so many different places. And then I just saw people actually talking about what they actually felt from their heart. And I was like, actually felt like, okay, this is my guys. That was why I got a little bit more interested in the stand-up scene. So yeah, maybe. But it's like, Fuck for Forest has to be with it. And I, yeah, I think it's possible to combine many causes into one. I don't want uh, my sex life to be unfunny. And I don't want my, my experience of expressing something to people outside me to be that either. So I think I can combine it in a kind of a sexual way i don't think you have to drop i think you can combine courses if i were you i wouldn't do comedy i would just knock up leona give her like three kids in the mountains of okay, mexico maybe you should talk to your wife about nice that because i think family. i think you are funny enough leona likes funny guys so i think you're funny enough if you come here and say some funny american comedy shit to her she will like laugh and fuck you and but the problem is your wife so if you start to like <laughs> use this as a kind of like inspiration to talk to your wife about that there are other possibilities of living that you actually do feel attraction to other people and to deny that would be like lying to yourself or something would be like yeah, you can have safes, maybe. I don't say that because you have to flirt with her and she's a difficult person. Uh, if you had uh, safe sex and stuff, I don't think your wife should have any problem with that. <laughs> so when I go there and do comedy and I'm eating Leona's pussy and fucking her, are you jacking off in the corner or are you on stage? What are you doing? I'm filming it. I don't get that excited so much by sex anymore. <laughs> I'm more like a doctor. You're like, if you're a doctor, you guys don't get excited by blood and gore. The same as I don't get that. I looked so much shocking shit. It's like you start to look at like, like torture with you as com comedian relief. Then you start to realize you start to get perverted by the society. And you're like, okay, I have to get more, like look at more normal comedy. And try to like, okay, I go back to Charlie Chaplin. And I look at Charlie Chaplin and I look at some of the latest Charlie Chaplin movies where he's actually became super misanthropic and hates all humanity. And you're like, what, want everyone to die. And I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, now I'm back to that shit again. Let's watch torture movies once more. And I was like, like that's how reality is for me. Like, Leona is still doing Fuck for Forest. I'm sure she would at least try to inspire you to... I don't know if she would fuck you, but I know that she probably, if you're friendly to her, would let you <laughs> masturbate in front of her naked while you were talking jokes. Or, or be quiet also. Why, if she can photograph you, she will do that. No? Is he your pimp? He's a horrible pimp. I think she can take care of herself. Look, I love you both. I wish you all the best of luck. And maybe we will meet one day when you come here. Or I go fucking there. Yeah. And I hope you do comedy. And Leona, I hope you find whatever you're fucking. What does that say in your shirt? What is that? I don't know. What is that? Is that that's Japanese, right? I found it. You don't know. You just got that from the same guy who gave your boyfriend mescal. No, she found it on the street. That's right, how good. we survive. Well, I'm look, happy with that you. orange. I told you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> uh, it's been a great. Uh, I'm sorry that you have so short time. You probably have like more 
funny things to talk about later. But anyway, okay, yeah, we didn't get to ask our questions. That's fine. And uh, yeah, question, you know right? more. No, there's no, no question. more, no more, no more questions. Uh, it's good, been a good. great birthday show. That's more than you deserve. Uh, uh, happy birthday! Uh, happy you have birthday! To co yeah, continue to have a great happy. Uh, it's a it's a birthday for funniness. So I hope you have a funny birthday. Happy funny birthday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you guys, okay? We'll see you again yeah. soon. In this if we come to America, we make, uh, we, we'll make uh, uh, like a live, uh, hope to make a live happy birthday show once more with you. We say that to the people that lives in the well, States because we it. want to come there. And if you're still there, not died from getting shot in the face by, by <laughs> Trump supporters or your police, we will be happy to make another happy birthday show. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh with the information. Love you both. Best to everybody and your fans. Okay. Thank cool, you. Cool. Happy birthday. All the best, you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Was that funny or what? Yes, maybe. I don't know. I mean, fun is individual, no? Well, I, I had fun doing it. But no, it's uh, what is so what is comedy, really? Uh, I'm talking, I'm like, so I shouldn't put you, should, you shouldn't redecorate now. I just put it back. Okay, uh, what is comedy then? It's like uh, in this world of, uh, that is so extremely funny to live in. I mean, sometimes the news are more funny than a comedian on television. Yeah, that's my problem with comedy right now, that many times I find like a preacher cha channel watching people, healing people for money, or watching the, the normal politics or news sometimes make me laugh more than people trying too hard. Yeah, I think it's difficult times to be a comedian now. It's difficult when the reality starts to be more abstract and more mad than your imagination can be able to combat, to, to compete with. Exactly. Well, the world can be funny. The world can be, at least if you're into dark comedy, something that I should be pretty happy with the world then. Sometimes it makes me laugh, but it makes me laugh sometimes that I feel like slightly sadistic when I laugh, like <laughs> like evil, evil mad scientist laughter. Yeah, I think that's a lot to go of that going around right now. Try to take life less serious. The bipolar circle is about all the twists and turns and ups and downs in life. Sometimes it's very sexual for us since we are from the forest. So this show is a lot about sex. It is also about like trying to keep fate. What is fate? Is fate funny? To have hope in unknown, distant ideas about unity and a, a kind of utopia about how you want the world to be, and then have faith in that. Have faith in that humanity will change. That things will get more funny again. I don't think things can get more funny because I think fun is like now if you at least have this kind of humor. But I mean, we can always hope that it gets less funny and better, no? So if you say that if the world would get less darkly funny, it would be easier for comedians to actually be funny again. So if no. we make the world better, it will be easier to joke with the world again. No, I say if the world gets better, it's going to be less to make fun about. Well, okay, we will try to do our best to at least not take it too serious so we can have a little laugh, something that seems to be very important for the human soul to just not spontaneously die.
from sadness on the spot. So you need that little glimpse in the eye of self-irony or humor about death or life or suffering is somehow important, just like blues is uh, important to sing about the sad parts of life. Comedy should also take up, for me, well, it's many different styles of comedy, but I like comedy that do touch the sad and twisted and weird parts of reality sometimes. I think that is also what the original idea with comedy came from. Yeah, as you said earlier that I heard that the comedy actually was created as a form of of criticizing society in a way that made people laugh and not get angry about it and actually think, oh, maybe it's the point in this. Maybe this do show the abstract stupidity of our so-called uh, most intelligent and strong race here on this planet. Fucking racists. Okay, and then uh, we have to uh, say to you, uh, please... Uh, Continue listening to the birthday show. Yeah, continue listening to the birthday show. You will have a fucking great birthday in the future. The, your birthday will get better and better and better. And then also visit our collection accounts. And if you want to help Bipolar Circle to travel around and meet real crazy sects and gurus and uh, sexually perverted uh, pedophile offenders that sit in jail or whatever. We travel around and talk to these people that has experienced some dark or some twisted or weird places of existence. Please uh, go to our collection accounts, uh, to Patreon or to co-founding uh, accounts and give us a little bit of support for us to be able to make Bipolar Circle even more sadly funny. We also have an experiment uh, coming up where we're actually going to make one bipolar circle birthday show live yeah so if you have any questions about fuck for forest about me or leona or our madness or how it's going with us or if you just want to give us some advices or we can give you advices whatever please uh, stay tuned and check out when we will do our live show or then you can come online and talk directly with us we will put out how you can contact us and which time on both Twitter uh, and uh, our page here on Podbean Bipolar Circle. We uh, will put up all the information there and on Twitter how you can contact us during our live event. And it's actually, yeah, if you want to go to that uh, website, it's actually bipolarcircle.podbean.com. There you can find more information about the people that we have been having here in the studio before. And uh, who will come and we will also do a Mardi Gras uh, in about uh, a month's time where we will uh, also do live uh, podcasting and uh, try to get uh, so many painted tits as possible to mm, feature on our website fuckforforest.org. So please uh, be part of that also. Jason uh, Giliami did not want to talk so much about himself. He got more like into you about us, but please check out his uh, book, Tasteless Tweets. That uh, is pretty funny stuff. Uh, check that out and check out his uh, Twitter account if you want to follow what kind of comedy solutions he find in a time where comedy is dead. Until you or the whole world together will die laughing, have a great comical birthday. Happy birthday.
Yo me hice 